Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Davis has the ball. Spins it in his hands. Free throw up. It's good. It's over. Team LeBron has won the 69th NBA All-Star Game. 157-155 over Team Giannis. All-Star Game is in the books. Rudy Gobert had a big night. Donovan Mitchell gets his first taste of the All-Star Game as well. And now, PK, back to the race. Rockets could have a familiar look. Looks like they're getting ready to add a couple of former Jazz guys, Damari Carroll and Jeff Green. Let them have them. Jeff Green on a 10-day contract. They're not all the way in on that one right away. No, I'd say they're about probably 10 days. That'll fill out their 15-man roster. Carroll was getting bought out by the Spurs. So now he's ready to move on to Houston. Cleveland Cavaliers and John Beelan in discussions. Is he ready to step down and not even complete year one in Cleveland? Seems like a matter of time now. I'd have to muster up something to care, maybe even 1%. DJ and PK. Tennis. College football. Tennis. University of Utah and LSU announcing a home-and-home deal. It's way out there, PK. More than a decade away. 2031 and 2032. And it's trying to like tell a 25-year-old, you know, you really got to start putting money in your 401k. <laughs> you're you're so, right. You're right, but it's a but, hard sell. But you can't really <laughs> grasp it. It doesn't really register that's something that I need to put at the top of my priority list because it is so far away. More than a decade. I mean, it's the... Uh, longest out series that they have created, you know, outside of the conference. When you know that, I mean, you don't even you don't even know actually that the conference will be playing those games because you don't know what the conference will look like. Could there be changes then? I mean, it wouldn't shock us if there would be, right? But you don't anticipate them. But uh, you know, they've only had uh, a few changes over the course of many many years. But who knows what's going to happen? Uh, so. It's cool that they're playing them, but it is just so far away to be able to really generate anything more than, eh, well, that's cool. And yet it will get here. You don't know that. Think they'll just buy it out and that won't even happen? Don't you people believe in something like that? You know, where things are going to change and you're going to be on fire for a thousand years or something like that? What, What is that? Yes, on fire for a thousand years, you nailed it. I don't know. I'm ballpark. That's usually with me with doctrine. You're good. So you don't know that. And are these these guys uh, here who got the kids that they can't find? Aren't they talking about the end of the world in Ju- July? There's a big two-hour thing on it the other night. I tried to watch it because there was no jazz game, and I fell asleep during it. But uh, so you you can't say that. Maybe you can. Maybe you know more than we do. You're a smart guy. What's your predictions? It'll be here. Put it up on. Uh, your Twitter thing. Yeah, put up a Twitter poll. Will the world end before the youths play LSU? No, when is the world going to end? But uh, if you want to go that way, yeah. So, it's so far out. It's it, it's now, and I get how they have to do this, and that's the way the thing works, the contracts and all. 
but it becomes almost a little silly. The next game the Utes need to schedule is 2025. They've got the schedules built for the next five years. All set. With Florida coming up in that span. Florida, Arkansas, well, and LSU you live now. the internet, man? Because I'm sure you're looking at future schedules. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> that's what we're talking is this about. A surprise. <laughs> now he justifies it. <laughs> He's so predictable. <laughs> and I predict. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, what are you predicting? They're going to play LSU. The world will not end before then. First it was the Big Ten, and now it's the ACC, the one-time transfer exemption for student-athletes gaining speed, PK. You can feel it coming now. Let's just the SEC, players, okay, please? The SEC isn't going to uh, stand up and tell them, no, no transferring. It's going to happen. It's just a question oh, of when now. You can transfer anytime you want. It's Without just- sitting out a year. Which, with coaches bouncing around, seems like it's only fair. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Potential top overall NFL draft pick Joe Burrow. Making it clear there's more to him simply being selected first overall. There's more to him simply being selected first overall by the Cincinnati Bengals. During a reception in Fort Worth, Texas, where he received the Davey O'Brien Award, Bro told reporters, I do have leverage. The Bengals have their process. I have my process. We haven't gotten to the combine yet. So a lot of things happening leading up to the draft. A lot of information to be gathered. Burrow did not elaborate further on, a, on the comments. Is he going to go full Eli Manning here and leverage his way out of a team he doesn't want to go to? Uh, I'm surprised they're still handing out college awards. Well, reception for it. I think we already knew he's going to win it. Reception in late, middle February? Yep. Show up to Fort Worth. We're going to give you this award. Jeez. It's Texas. They can always talk football in Texas. There's never a bad time. Yeah, but I thought they're student athletes. He's just training for the draft at this point. Yeah, well, suppose he was not a senior or he still had eligibility left and didn't declare for the draft. It's on a weekend? They had it on a holiday. Probably flew him in and out. That's the time you really bear down on your studies since we're talking about school. <laughs> All right, we'll see if Joe Burrow has decided the Bengals aren't for him and he'll try to leverage a trade like Eli Manning did. How do we know Joe Come Burrow is going to be anything? We don't. That's the beautiful thing. We've seen quarterbacks bust no matter where they're picked. We've right. seen them succeed no matter where they're picked. Right again. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. I'm depending on the league to try to put a stop to, you know, this seemingly premeditated retaliation that I'm hearing about. And in most instances in life, you know, you get kind of reprimanded for, you know, when you have premeditated anything. I'm just hoping that the league, you know, puts a stop to this before somebody gets hurt. Dusty Baker, the Astros' new manager. Does not want to see the Astros getting plunked over and over again. Yeah, and if he was a manager of any other team, man, we got to get even with those cheaters. <laughs> you got to send a message. <laughs> there will be justice. So everything's political. <laughs> William Hill Sportsbook, which establishes odds on everything, has set the over-under at 83 and a half batters getting hit by a pitch for the Astros this season. I have no idea what would be the average anyway, so I can't relate that to anything. Yach that looked n- it up for us or nothing. pulled it out of the story. Nine teams yeah. in the past five years have been hit 
by pitches more yeah. than the three and a half. So that 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 doesn't really excite me. It doesn't really say anything. Okay, did it excite you when Mike Trout came out and started uh, condemning the Astros and having fun at their expense? It'd be great to know. Oh, it'd be, it'd be fun. fun. It'd be a lot of fun, fun he said. Yeah. yeah. And, and the... knowing what's coming. It'd be uh, pretty fun up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would be. <laughs> Here comes a fastball. Oh, well, I was listening to somebody. I think it was Johnny Bench. And he said, if I would have known what was coming, I would have hit 700. Now, he was exaggerating. He was making a point. But the idea being that these guys, if they know what's coming, sure, their batting averages would go up uh, substantially. Maybe that's what they ought to do. Let everybody know. You want offense? Chick sneak the long ball. <laughs> Be required. <laughs> that's his, you want to sell the game more? I guess the game is in disarray. Attendance has been declining and probably going to stop in a few years. So <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we'll have a baseball season listen, every other summer to build up demand. Listen to you people talk. And that's what we hear. So... Yeah, I mean, I had the players, have, it, it's the same thing like in, in, in the steroid issue. The, the principle being, well, wait a second, if they're doing it, why can't I do it? So, yeah, if they're getting all this run and all this publicity and all these great feelings and sportsmen of the year and MVPs and whatnot through a cheating mechanism, why can't I do it? Yeah. So I would expect that Trout and whomever would be saying those things, as I would say, Baker's got to protect his team, so don't be throwing at these guys. But if they get hit 82 times, does that mean they're not throwing at them? Because some guys have made an art of getting hit by a pitch, and so they regularly uh, get hit by it. Lean in, spin, look like they're getting out of the way, but they're not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does that really mean? I, I don't know that the number will matter. I think we'll know it when we see it rather than the aggregate total over the course of a season may not mean as much, but depending on who the teams are, I mean, is there a real incentive for the White Sox to throw at these guys as opposed to the Yankees and the A's and teams in their division, which obviously the Angels are? Mm -hmm. That might be a different story there. And actually, I think that uh, two things. I think that it's good that they found this out so you can improve the game. And then it just creates all sorts of talk. Baseball's getting a ton of publicity yeah. out of this. And finally, a player not on the Astros has stuck up for the Astros a little bit. J.D. Martinez calling the Astro criticism a little bit too much. Right, because he's with Boston. And they, <laughs> they are guilty, too. Yeah, right. so, I mean, of course the hammer's he's, about to fall he's down going there. to say that. Well, that's not, we, need to, we need to move on. This bash It's getting carried away, yeah. I mean, he's part of the maybe some connection to it to begin with himself. So, of course he's going to say that. The, no one from the Yankees is saying. <laughs> the Yankees and Dodgers are <laughs> not going there. Right. And now we're starting to see players not just blast the Astros, the, the commissioner. I'm uh, Turner for the Ooh, Dodgers. Hey, the only thing wrong with that hunk of metal is his na- is the word commissioners yeah. on it. Yeah, and uh, Bellinger. Uh, what was it? That was the weekend. Awesome. Yeah, he went. I mean, crazy. he just and, and, and he 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 was calm. Yes. but he unloaded. Yes, he yes, unloaded. Exactly. The, yes. the whole code thing. Yeah, that was out the window. Right. Hey, let's let's get to the truth. Yeah. At he, least the way he sees the truth. He just hit it hard. You're right. He was totally controlled. It was just standing there in a locker room as if he was talking about the weather or what have you. 
And so, yeah, he was going big time strong on his his comments. And, and Turner took it. Well, the Bellinger was relative to the Astros. Turner was to the commissioner in the right. discipline. But those guys were affected the most mm-hmm. in the National League anyway. So, of course, they had the most to say. Yeah. Yeah. And they've taken all sorts of cr- grief for having great seasons and only gagging in the postseason because right. they haven't won it yet. And now it turns out that they lost in seven to a team that was stealing sides. I can understand them completely. and then uh, In a way, I feel like the Yankees, who also lost in seven in the ALCS, are kind of getting overlooked because the Dodgers were so close to it. But who's to say the Yankees wouldn't have beaten the Dodgers? Well, yeah, you can conjure up anything. It's like uh, changing a referee's call and expecting that you that that bucket that they took away from you with three minutes to go was the last thing you can even say with bug with the block on gobert and portland they still had nine seconds to go 20 things could have happened between now and then although if i'm portland i understand why they're furious about it all right dj and pk there's what's trending and the headlines are brought to you by the folks at Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, Ryan Abraham, uscfootball.com, host of the Podcast of Champions, will join us to talk college football at 8.30, talk about the Pac-12. What's the reaction there to Colorado's coach being one and done and out the door? And Ben Anderson at 9 o'clock to talk about the Jazz. here on the Jazz pre-half and post-game shows. Coming up, we got a couple uh, questions. That's the beauty of a three-day weekend. What you think of the All-Star game? What you think of the new format? How did you like Rudy? How did you like Donovan? We'll get to all of that next. TJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.